hitting record right now. Hold on. I'm I'm recording as well. <laughs> because here's what just happened. I asked for cold, <laughs> for cold open ideas. And Colton asked. Can we talk about Ben 10? So, yeah. What about Ben 10, Colton? Colton, I want to give you the floor to talk about Ben 10 because you obviously felt this on your spirit so hard that apropos of nothing, we had not even mentioned the Omnitrix, Benjamin Tennyson. Uh, What is the the villain's name? Gilgax or something? Yeah, Gilgax. Is that his name? Is that legitimately his name? I'm pretty sure. If it's Gilgax, if it's Gilgax, I'm jumping out a window. I, that was a, <laughs> that was a, who shot. am I to deny you the callings um, of your spirit? I am truly I'm a shot so in the sorry. dark. So I want you to Google the villain's name. And when you're done, the floor is yours because okay, you obviously like this was like, how long have you been sitting on Ben 10? How long have you been wanting on this podcast to talk <laughs> like, about Ben 10? Probably like a, probably like a few months. Judging by the amount of Googling he's doing right now, he wanted to know what Ben 10 was. <laughs> Um, Vilgax was his name. Vilgax. Vilgax. I was you close. Were, I you was were surprisingly close. close. So, Colton, go ahead. No, okay. <laughs> it's, it's just a really cool idea. Like, I don't know. Like, I I watched Ben 10 a lot as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just was a really good show. Like, could you imagine, like, them redoing Ben 10 nowadays? Like, it'd be really cool and interesting, I feel like. Would it? Okay, this is a legitimate question. I'm not trying to, like poopoo on your idea would it though like, no but like because- it would be controversial at the best i mean they don't have the best track record with live action nickelodeon shows <laughs> um, it I was cartoon well, network first of all oh oh <laughs> whoops second of all uh, run that one back second of all there goes my 90s kid card i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah we will be we will be doing a live burning of his 90s kids card <laughs> on our instagram <laughs> like dixie chicks cds you're gonna stack them all up and roll over them with a steamroller <laughs> yeah yeah um, uh, much akin to when you went to church camp as a kid and burned your secular CDs. Bye-bye, um, sync. You're not sending me to hell today. Derek, you're going to get um, sync with God here. <laughs> Derek, when did, where did you get 30 NWA albums, and why did you bring them to kids camp? I, I, really, I really loved Ice Cube. I, and it was my it was my dream as a white as a lily white child from Texas to grow up in Compton. <laughs> okay, okay, Ben Ten th- oh, right, has won. Right. No, okay, hold on. Has won three Emmy awards. It has five television. I don't know. I'm looking up stuff. Don't yell at me. <laughs> five television don't series. Shoot the messenger. Let him speak. Four five? movies. Five. Ben Ten, the classic. Ben 10 Alien Force, Ultimate Alien, Omniverse, and then the reboot uh, in 2016. Um, oh, right. It has spanned 13 years, which is Cartoon Network's longest running franchise to date. If you really? could, if you could add, if you could add something to Ben 10's Omnitrix, <laughs> some sort of creature, what would it be? He's got like literally, if I'm not mistaken, that like by the end of the series, he literally has He's got like ten. No, he's got, ten, he's got 10 aliens. No, it's literally like, I think he has access to every alien in the, in the omniverse. You're lying. I'm not. Okay, hold on. Okay, but then why is it called Ben 10? If he has access to, right. He had, he had the crystal man. He had the magma man. He had the ghost, which was my favorite. Four arms. Uh, up Chuck. There was Pennywise, the clown. 
uh, Ahsoka Tano. Sure. We're just throwing crap out there. Sebulba? That's a weird choice. There's 283. There's 283 aliens that he can transform into. Is Ben 10? Like, is he actually 10? Is it because he's 10 aliens or because he's 10 years old? I don't know anything about Ben I think he also was 10 years old. his His name is Ben Tennyson. He is 10 years old in the show and his the original Omnitrix holds the DNA of 10 aliens. They Correct. had to give him the Omnitrix because he was going to get bullied to death for having the name Tennyson. Right. No, no, no. It was self-defense. Right. It was the sh- it was the show looking out for him. Mm-hmm. And like I think at a certain point like his sister learns magic. Yeah, she <laughs> like, 100% learns No wonder magic. Christian, no wonder early 2000s Christian moms had such problems with Cartoon Network. Witches? Oh. <laughs> aliens? Yeah, well well, yeah, it was like if it wasn't the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, it was Ben Ten, uh, and but but everyone left left Courage the Cowardly Dog alone. Everyone left Ed Ed Nettie alone. Which no, Ed, Ed, my Nettie mom some of the came most dis- for Ed Ed Nettie. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, let me let me see if anything if any of this like sparks a, a sense memory for you guys. Here's the list of the aliens that Ben Ten could turn into: <laughs> Cannonbolt, Overflow, okay. Heat Blast. Okay. Accelerate four throw, arms. Throw throw wait throw something made up in there and let me see if I can guess which one it is. <laughs> Make one up. I was about to say I, I was about to say I remember Grey Matter because Grey Matter was the ghost one, which I said was my personal favorite because I'm what edgy. Give me give me eleven <laughs> aliens and I want to see if I can find the one that doesn't belong. Well, <laughs> okay, there's nineteen on here, so no, okay, I'll, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Don't. Don't read them all. This is okay, hold on, hold on. I'll read. I'll read the. I'll read the main ones because there's there's a few main Tell ones. Tell you what, you read them and I'm going to introduce the podcast. Just just keep going. <laughs> keep listing them off. <laughs> no, wait, hold on, hold on. Um, hold on. Let me. Okay, <clears throat> I think here's the main ones: heat blast, accelerator. So this is stir the plot. The podcast arms, where we watch the first matter, and last scenes of a movie, diamond head, and then we try fly. and improv what happens in between. My name is Grombus. I'm the eleven. <laughs> The 11th alien that Ben 10 can turn into. Way big. Uh, my name is Derek Ajmorgador. <laughs> I'm the 12th alien, and I turn into a friendly dog that also has nine tails. Whoa. Oh. My name is Colton Hart, the upchuck of this podcast, because I chew up what Derek and Brady spit out, and I turn it into a plasma ball that shoots out. Hey, my name's Tyler. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, we we have to unpack that sentence now because essentially what you're saying is that Brady and I mama bird you and you just <laughs> throw it say, visually we just we upchuck comedy directly into your your mouth your oh, gaping maw and I don't like that at all. It is only nine o'clock and this already has full like ten thirty eleven o'clock stroke plot energy. So anyway, uh, yeah, we're we're a podcast for movie lovers, um, and today we're uh, we're doing one of the classics. We are doing probably one of the most like movie lover, like the the movie for movie lovers. Mm. Yeah, especially men. Yeah, especially yeah. boys. Boys, uh, boys in in fraternities. Everyone, if you walk into a guy's room and he has like the little soap. Poster, a fight club, you just need to get out. Yeah, you need like, you do need to leave. <laughs> you just need you to run, run out of his dorm. That is an indication <laughs> that is an indication that, that boy is uh the CEO of the factory where red flags are made. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have not heard that one. That was so good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you couldn't guess, that actually now that I'm saying that out loud, that that could be a number of movies. But we're doing Fight Club. <laughs> we're gonna, we're <laughs> uh, Wolf of Wall Street. It could be uh, Scar. Oh, Scarface. <laughs> yeah, Fast and Furious. Mm. Or if any boy that you walk, like if you walk into their room and they have like any poster of Marilyn Monroe, mm. but more specifically if she has tattoos, yeah, you need Ooh, to. She's, you like, need smoking. to. <laughs> yeah, you need to leave. <laughs> Uh, because that poster is covering up a hole in the wall that he punched after a monster binge. So. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Fight Club. Has anybody anybody seen Fight Club? You guys have seen. It Fight has been Club, a, yeah. it has been a while. Yeah. <clears throat> Colton, how about you? I was told I wasn't allowed to talk about it. Shut up! Oh my god! <sighs> no, I have not. I have not seen. You this signed movie. the contract before you came <laughs> on this dang podcast. Fifteen minutes in, and someone made a Fight Club. Fifteen minutes in, and someone's already made a uh, oh, I couldn't talk about Fight Club joke. Like we're above this. We're above. We're better than this. We had we're a not, guest. Y'all are. I'm like not. five episodes. We had our first guest five episodes ago. <laughs> we're above this as a podcast. No, I have not seen. I've not seen this movie. I know. I know a lot about it, but I haven't sat down and actually watched it. So Fight Club came out in 1999, and it actually it did not get a great release. It was pretty poorly received uh, at the box office. But um, when DVDs uh, first came out, that kind of threw it into relevancy once again. And I was going to say, would you say that Fight Club is like a cult classic or just like a straight up like classic? I think it was originally a cult classic that has just it's a cult classic that just outgrew that title. Okay. Yeah. What a also though like what a strange world that is for a movie to do well like not to do to not do well in the box office and then like on further investigation like do well like I feel like that wouldn't happen a whole lot like today like well, we might yeah. come across like it was frat boys and dingy basements keeping that movie alive yeah <laughs> no, like not today but like that that used to happen all the time yeah. Of yeah, like I of mean, like of like movies being like poorly received when they were in theaters, but when they like came out like on home release, it was like all of a sudden people were like, "Oh my god, this movie is amazing!" Yeah, wait, this is yeah. Good. Um, I definitely want to I want to dive into some of the themes and actually why I think it's a very still one of the most like misunderstood movies of all time later. But for right now, what we do on this podcast is uh, we read it since we're not allowed to play movie audio. We've converted everything into screenplay format, and so we're going to reenact the scenes like a bunch of Ooh. goons. Oh. Colton is going to narrate for us, and Derek and I are going to play a couple different characters. Hey, Colton! Like a bunch, yes. of, like a bunch of Juilliard dropouts. Mm, it's your time to shine, buddy. How you feel? No, I am. I'm very confused <clears throat> because there is my part, and then there's narrator, and I don't know... I don't know what I'm the narrator. Uh, Colton, I wrote uh, I wrote narrator just to confuse you to see uh, to really push I'm gonna, you. I'm gonna read everything. Yeah, to push you as a voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we ready? Yep. yep. And I guess with that, take it away. We see a young man, known only as the narrator, sitting strapped to a metal chair with a nine millimeter pistol in his mouth. People are always asking me if I know Tyler Durden. The man holding the gun checks his watch. Three minutes. This is it. Ground zero. Would you like to say a few words to mark the occasion? With a gun barrel between your teeth, you speak only in vowels. I, 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 I can't think of anything. 
for a second, I totally forgot about Tyler's whole controlled demolition thing, and I wonder how clean that gun is. It's getting exciting now. That old saying, how you always hurt the ones you love? Well, it works both ways. We have front row seats to this theater of mass destruction. We zoom down the building to the street below, all the way to an underground parking garage. A white van sits full of explosives. The demolitions committee of Project Mayhem wrapped the foundation columns of a dozen buildings with blasting gelatin. In two minutes, primary charges will blow base charges and two square blocks will be reduced to smoldering rubble. We cut back to the building's interior. Tyler leans against the window, smiling at the panicked city below. I know this, because Tyler knows this. Two and a half. Think of everything we've accomplished. And suddenly I realize that all this, the gun, the bomb, the revolution, has something to do with a girl named Marla Singer. Somebody say that there's a woman to blame, but I know. It's my own darn fault. <laughs> Mostly Tyler Durden's, actually, that jerk. I think it's the explosion's fault. I think but... it's probably the explosion's yeah. fault. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes, like, I I do come to the realization sometimes in, like, my, like, regular thinking uh, that explosions cause damage. Mm. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, I think it's, I think it's safe to say, like, that it was the bomb's fault. You know, now that you're saying that, I've really never met. A, a nice explosion you know one that i can just yeah. like sit down and have a conversation mm. with you know just like yeah. over coffee yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're actually kind of the worst if you yeah. know what i mean there, there's like an element of fear when i'm around them of like you're dangerous and i don't want to be around mm. you mm. that's actually really that's what really can deep, we actually. what can we do to end the stigma of explosions can it like just not die that would probably be one <laughs> um i think maybe like well fireworks Mm. <laughs> I am not afraid of fireworks as much as I am as other explosions. Oh, I'm terrified of fireworks. I spend I spend every Fourth of July under my bed. Well, <laughs> do you didn't know I was recording a podcast with two Labrador retrievers. So. <laughs> I'm kind of getting a Western vibe from this. Okay. Well, because we didn't we didn't necessarily say it was like a high rise building or anything like that. It could just no, be a, no, no, an no. old log cabin, <laughs> an old barn. Well, the explosion could have just been a gust of wind at that point. <laughs> Well, they have dynamite. <laughs> so these Project Mayhem guys, you think they're like a like a band of outlaws? Is that what we're thinking? Oh, for sure, for sure. Mm. Uh, so okay, here's what I'm thinking. I think that these buildings that are like so they're they're obviously like in a city somewhere, or like in like a right. a sprawl a, like a sprawling town. Ye old ye old Buzzardville. They're they're, ye old. Yes, they're. Mm. They're in yield uh, one-stop shop. Yeah. Um, and I believe that this town is holding one Miss Marla Singer, who is the ex-girlfriend of mm. Tyler Durden, right. who has mm. left Tyler and joined uh, joined forces with a sort of like rival outlaw gang. Gotcha. Called the Fight Club. <laughs> uh, yeah. Every, that's their, their MO. Every time they rob a bank, they just beat people up with their bare fists. <laughs> they go in with their knuckles and rob banks. <laughs> you go in, you go into the, the local bank with your grandma to pay your rent, and all of a sudden, four unarmed men come and beat your grandmother to death. <laughs> 
but not you. <laughs> not but not you. you. You've got a sturdy skull. <laughs> they got rid of the threat, and they they say they say they say look into the eyes of your benevolent gods and thank us for our mercy. <laughs> <laughs> they knew Granny was packing. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know we were. <laughs> this happens literally every episode. I don't know why I keep acting like it's a surprise. In our joking, I've actually think I think we've actually come up with something that's like might might be a legitimate plot point. Oh, so I think there there is the Fight Club gang, and I think that they they do go around to different towns or whatever and rob their banks and steal their women. They they come across this one town, uh, and they kidnap a woman named Marla Singer. Hmm. And come to find out, she is the she, no, yes, she is the wife of the legendary outlaw Tyler Durden. Ah, okay. Of of the gotcha. of, of Project Mayhem. Yeah. Well, I'm almost I'm almost seeing this plot as like Django esque, where it's like this dude going back to get his woman and just like mm-hmm. blowing the place to hell. I like this. right, just just real real like scorched earth tactics, just like le- <laughs> yes. like leave leave no trace. He Tyler Durden is not exactly the most level-headed of outlaw bosses. Yeah, Tyler Durden scares me. I right. I'm completely he's no John Wayne. Right. And so mm. uh we, John Wayne no, also scares me for different reasons. For different reasons. Uh he's no Clint Eastwood who also well I guess he scares well, yeah. me for different reasons too. Um hold on, hold on. Cowboys that aren't racist. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, here's one. Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> The rootness tootness of cowboys. Wait, is Woody racist? <laughs> oh no, he was He's a little toyist. bit. Yeah, oh, I was going to say he no. was a little classist in uh, the fourth Toy yeah, Story. Yeah, I was going to for lie. sure. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, classist. the way that the way that he acted whenever Buzz started speaking Spanish in Toy Story three was a little <laughs> sus for me. <laughs> he started just kind of shifting. I, I did. I did see him uh, reach towards his like wallet a couple of times as buzz got around him so it was like okay dude calm down like, yeah he kept murmuring something about like this is america I speak american he was real eager to change him back like he wasn't accepting yes his... yeah 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 anyway uh was, so yeah he's no he's no woody tyler durden's just a complete psychopath but uh, right. we like he's a, he, we like him he's a he's a likable he is a likable dude <laughs> um all right so the narrator um, I think, you know what? Let's say this. The narrator is a member of the Mayhem gang that was sent to infiltrate oh. the Fight Club. Or do we think maybe he's he's a member of the Fight Club and he's telling this from the perspective of like, I was there when all this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I like that. He got kidnapped by Tyler and is is telling this from like a victim standpoint of Tyler's wrath. So do we think that this is all from like the narrator's point of view? Like, is he is he telling the story even though like he wasn't there for the entire story? You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we why don't we read the second scene and figure out where this movie is going to go? And we'll work our way back. As we're so prone to do, we will work our (laughs) sprinkle our magic over the seconds. The amount of times that we've that we've like 
All right, so that's the first scene. Now, there's a scene before this where it establishes. <laughs> oh yeah, we we do like to do like a prologue scene, like. <laughs> All right, well, Colton, if you don't mind reading that second scene for me, that'd be wonderful. I do not. I do not mind. Get me all. out of here, <clears throat> please. <laughs> I got. I got deadlines. We cut back to the same room where the narrator sits alone in a chair, bleeding profusely from his neck. An elevator dings, and several men enter the room laughing and carrying bags of beer. Where is everyone? What's going on here? They stop in horror when they spot the narrator. They run to help him. Mr. Durden? Oh my god. He stands up from the chair, clutching his bleeding neck. Are you alright, sir? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. You look terrible, sir. What happened? Oh, uh, nothing. It's no problem. Oh, no, sir. You look awful. You need medical assistance. The shout of a woman echoes down the hallway, catching everyone's attention. Marla Singer enters the room, being dragged by several men. Ow! Let her go. Christ almighty! You! Hi, Marla. Leave her with me and get your stuff. I'll meet you downstairs. The men shuffle out of the room as Marla storms towards Durden. What kind of sick game are you playing now, putting me on a- Oh my god. Your face! Yeah, I know. Uh, What happened? Don't ask. You're shot. Yes, I'm shot. Uh, Who did this? I did, actually. Find some gauze. One of the men nods and hurries away downstairs. You shot yourself? Yes, but Marla, look at me. I'm really okay. Trust me. Everything's gonna be fine. A flash of light erupts through the windows. The buildings outside begin to fall and explode as the bombs underneath them ignite. You met me at a very strange time in my life. The two hold hands and watch as the city descends into chaos. Before we go too much farther into the plot, I do want to remark the way that the line, you met me at a very strange time in my life, had a vice grip on Tumblr. I can already when, see just like the crappy courier font in like bright red. Oh, like gosh. all of the aesthetic, like hipster, like weird kind of like artsy posts had this. And I was like, I mean, yeah, sure. I guess maybe this yeah. is some like random teenagers musings. Little did I know it was a uh, famous screenwriter, David Fincher. <laughs> like, <laughs> How are we going to get around the, the plot twist that is, Fight Club without using the one from Fight Club. <laughs> well, I could say we could we could throw a plot twist in there that uh, the narrator uh, is actually the leader of um, what is it called the Mayhem Gang. He's the leader of the mm. Mayhem Gang who ran away with Marla. That's why they're but it like, says he the, stole the, Marla the narrator from is Durden. You know what? That's not my truth. That might be your truth, Colton, but that's not my truth. <laughs> and if there's anything on this podcast that's more important than uh, actual plot, it is our own personal. <laughs> it is truth. our own podcast. Our own personal. <laughs> um, I'm gonna prestige it a little bit here. What oh. if the narrator and Tyler Durden were twins? I was uh, I was thinking okay. that like what yeah. if they were brothers? Well, and we could keep that we could keep that through line of like what happens to one twin happens to the other. So he still shoots himself, and the other twin mm. dies. <laughs> oh, son! <laughs> 
on brand for They're sure psychic. the plot. We have now added a supernatural element to this movie. They're psychically committed. They're psychically connected. Okay, so what about this? Like the we never see the narrator throughout the entire movie. Right. But eventually we'll like meet him like halfway through and it'll connect for us, but Tyler yeah. won't ever know it. Right. Yeah, Ty- mm. Tyler doesn't know that he's a twin. Right. Oh, and gosh, so, and they were separated at birth. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like Moses. They threw him in the Mississippi and they threw him in the Rio Grande in a wicker basket and hoped for the best <laughs> <laughs> while his mom yodeled an old uh, Jewish hymn. <laughs> <laughs> so one, one grew up in, in uh, it's like a rags, rags and riches thing. Mm-hmm. He like got adopted by the judge, by the local yeah, county judge. Yeah. And lived his life in prosperity. And the other one, Tyler, poor Tyler, he lived in a shack with buzzards to raise him. <laughs> <laughs> he was ra- he was raised by Gila monsters. That's <laughs> <laughs> why he's so mean. <laughs> uh, and also just immune to venom. <laughs> <laughs> he's been bitten so many times by Gila monsters that he's grown immune to the to any and all venom. <laughs> Um, he's he is actually the world's first mutant, which is how this ties into the X Men universe. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes full circle. It all comes full circle. Um, so yeah, halfway through the movie, we actually find out that the narrator is. We're like, wait, is that Tyler? Because we're like, wait a minute, and like even Marla thinks that it's Tyler, mm. and um, which is why whenever she comes like rushing in, she's like, what kind of game are you putting me through? Blah blah blah. Because she thinks she. What if? Oh, yeah. what if he like steals his identity? Yeah, he like, steals Tyler's identity. Yeah, that's what I. And was he thinking. like takes over the gang, and whenever he's like, whenever he says, "I shot me," it's kind of like a joke. Mm-hmm. So of, like, I I I, I kind of like the idea of stealing an identity, but I want to like level it up a little bit. I want to punch it up. Yeah. What if there's a shot? We don't actually see who gets shot. No, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But it's like, oh. but it's like when when the guys come in, they see this, you know, they see this person get shot, or they see, they see this person is shot, and we don't know if it's actually Tyler or the narrator. So so yeah, let's, because he's let's also set the beaten, stage. his face is so beaten up. Yeah, let's set the stage that like the whole movie, Tyler's been tracking the narrator, and they've been mm-hmm. going like back and forth. Uh, through like canyons and mountains and there's horse chases and it's very exciting yep. and it all ends on yep. like a big shootout at a cliff where that's the big reveal it's like you see them face to face for the first time and realize that they're the same person and then there's like a quick draw and a shot and you don't know who survived right it's like tyler and the and the and the mayhem gang have tried to enact project mayhem to get marla back from the fight club and they're gonna like blow up their their hideout Right. Um, oh man! But what they don't know is that there's also been members of the Mayhem Gang or of the Fight Club that have infiltrated the Mayhem Gang and have placed random charges throughout the town, so that when the when the Fight Club uh, building goes off, so do a bunch of other buildings, and the town descends into chaos, and they can blame it on the Mayhem Gang. Right. Oh, and then they sweep in and take over, but we yeah. still don't know. We still don't know which of the which like the narrator yeah, or right. Tyler yeah. is alive. Right. And people will debate it for decades, for decades. On, Tumblr, on Tumblr forums. Guys, yes. are we 
are we Christopher Nolan? <laughs> I felt like I felt like I was doing a pretty big like galaxy brain move when I was like, we don't actually know who got shot. No, that was really good. I, I yeah, definitely stop, don't think I would have gotten stop. there. Stop. You're you're stop, please, you're literally please stop, you're literally please. gassing me up. <laughs> All right. Um, well, okay. I I I'm perfectly happy I actually, with that plot. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. How does okay, I've been wondering this for years, but how does this movie actually go? Derek, do you want to explain it or should I? Um, I I will explain it to the best of my knowledge and you can kind of fill in gaps. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, and also I should I should clarify this is gonna be spoilers territory. It's been out for twenty two years. If you haven't the, seen it, yeah, go watch the movie. There's no reason. There's but, no reason. But also we're gonna spoil Fight Club here. Yeah. Um so Edward Norton plays the narrator. He uh he he's kind of this like scrawny, like do nothing guy. Until he meets Tyler Durden, which is this like which is Brad Pitt, which is this like machismo kind of like uh aggro dude who introduces him to this secret fight club. Just very chaotic evil type. Not even chaotic yeah. evil, just like I don't even know how to describe him. Just some cha- just chaotic. chaotic. Yeah. Uh introduces him to this like secret underground fight club where basically he is training the narrator to not be as much of a wimp. <laughs> um, it, it escalates. So Tyler kind of convinces the narrator to just like progress into more and more violent acts. Um, so it starts out as like, hey, you just need to man up. And then it progresses into like, hey, we're going to get violent. We're going to go like blow stuff up. Um, and then eventually ending with this twist, which uh if again if you don't already know the narrator is tyler durden and tyler durden is just like this expression like this outward expression Mm -hmm. of all the like angst and aggression that he's like kept inside of Mm -hmm. him for so long and it's manifesting as this brad pitt character so it's like every it's like everything that tyler durden brad pitt does in the movie is actually edward norton doing it like in the movie which as i mentioned earlier i did want to talk about because i think this this movie is misunderstood by so many people yeah because there's a large audience out there that like appreciates tyler durden as a person like almost idolize him like in the same weird way that people idolize um Oh my God. Who, what's the guy from Wolf of Wall Street? Um, oh, uh, Jordan, oh, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Like in the same way that people idolize Jordan Belfort, which completely missed the point of Fight Club. Like David Fincher was explicitly writing a toxic, toxic masculine figure. Like he's the epitome right. of what not to be as a dude. It's it, it, mm. it is truly like a satire of like of toxic masculinity. Yeah. It's like it is turning the mirror on on these people and like this is what you are mm-hmm. but people took that and were like no like i want to be like that mm-hmm. because i relate to this character because he is like he resonates with a part of me that like i've i'm i'm being told that is like it is bad right it's like watching cruella and wanting to be like i want to be a fashion designer and it's like <laughs> Yes, that's great. Also, let's make sure you got the full effect of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, Mr. No, point, no like. Cru- Cruella DeVille is this generation's Tyler Durden. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I like honestly, I was not joking. Like if you if you are listening to this, if a man says <laughs> that his favorite movie characters or TV show characters 
are Tyler Durden, the Joker, and or Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. Leave immediately. Run. Do not walk to your car. Run. <laughs> Leave. If a man says to you, you met me at a weird time and a strange time in my life. Give just- him the link to your favorite podcast ad to better help. Like, <laughs> um, you know what, guys? I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Um, Colton, we have a segment we got to do, but we're I, no, I'm ready. I'm ready and for it. I think you, I mean, I know, you know, like I'm not even, I'm not even going to joke around. We've done this for like three weeks now where we've done this bit where we like to pretend you don't know what you're doing, but I'm going <laughs> to give you the benefit of the doubt. And I know, you know what you're doing. So Colton, why don't you go ahead and tell us what segment we're about to do. <laughs> Welcome to Shaken Not Stirred, the uh, part of the podcast where we take a random movie or TV show and we pair it with a random movie genre and we make up a whole com- a completely new movie, um, just a brand new movie, usually funny with a supernatural element as per usual. You can find it in the um, $5 DVD bin at Walmart. It'll be uh, <laughs> yeah, probably truly lying somewhere in there with like a dog's way home. <laughs> if we were to, if we had to create a menu for stir the plot, the number one combo would be funny with a supernatural element. <laughs> I um I went and bought uh, Hitman's Bodyguard, and it was definitely like a six dollar movie, and that movie definitely yep. is like yep. within the past five years. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Our first movie is Alien. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yes, um. Yes, yes, Alien yes, yes. as a. As a mystery movie. As a okay. mystery movie. Um, ben 10 is... No, <laughs> you, had this pl- you had this plan, didn't you? Yeah. This is a scripted moment in the podcast where it's like you brought up Ben 10 because you knew we were going to get alien during Shaken Not Stirred. <laughs> the mystery of how did this show get produced? Uh, <laughs> How about this? There's uh, there's been a murder in the family. This this rich, wealthy, eccentric uncle has been murdered Uh and everybody goes to the estate to Mm -hmm. to read the will. But when they bring out the body and and it's examined for the first time, there's like a weird there's like a weird hole in his chest, almost as if something has like come come out of it. I like that. So the body comes out. And what if they start reading the will and in the will, he reveals he doesn't know who, but one of the members of the family is an alien is an alien. Yes. Ah, yes. Yep. 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 And then they've got to, <laughs> they've got to figure it out. It's almost like the thing where it's like any one of us could be the alien. It turns into like clue where they like, bar, yes. well, they don't bar the doors. Yep. They don't like bar the doors and clue, but like, they like shut and lock all the doors and they don't let anyone out. They're yeah. like, all right, we're going to figure out who this alien yeah. is. So this is giving me like knives out meets clue. Yeah. Meets yes. alien yes. meets the thing. Turns out they're all aliens except for one. Except for one person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is, that is actually a, a really good twist is like, they're yeah. all aliens, but like the, the murder is a human. And yeah. but to them, like the human is an alien. Oh, oh, oh man! And we were the aliens the whole time. 
Oh. oh. Humans are the virus. It's like a Twilight oh. Zone thing. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. <laughs> I am ascending to another plane of existence. We are so it, like, good at this. It like, pl- it, like, pans out, and it's not Earth. Like, it's, like, red and blue. Like, Just, oh, okay. man. We, Okay, okay, okay. We gotta, we gotta, because uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. Um, we got, we got, yeah, we gotta get, we gotta get the, we gotta get the next movie. TM, 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 TM. Oh man, what a fall down! Look, I went to to get a lot of these. I went to like random movie website generators. Oh, boy, so that's no. how I got this one. Just drop it on us. <clears throat> Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> The the fast snail movie, if you'll recall. Oh, <laughs> there is there is nothing on this um, earth that would have prepared me for that. But as a war film. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, <laughs> what if at the <laughs> at the end of the movie Turbo? Uh-huh. After realizing this like supercharged snail just has immense power. He's approached by a US <laughs> Army general who promises him that they can use him as like as a as a formidable US weapon of destruction. Turbo killed Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> he, joined, he joined SEAL Team Six. Oh, a snail team six. And they go please. on wacky adventures across Afghanistan. <laughs> 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 and the, the movie ends. So Turbo actually is the one that killed Osama bin Laden. <laughs> and he the just movie ends through his chest at like, like <laughs> the speed of a bullet. <laughs> and the movie ends with the CIA coming to Turbo's house and is like, "Hey, we have to clean up loose ends." <laughs> they just oh, they, they pour just salt kill, on him. They pour salt on Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> He's killed one of those like assault like bug killers, like the little salt guns. <laughs> the salt guns. The little salt guns. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Golly. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. So stupid. Mercy. That was probably our most unhinged. Yeah, honestly. Okay, we have birds of prey. Okay, the, okay. Or the um, fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And her hyenas. I won't put the, I won't put the sub the sub one in <laughs> as a documentary movie. <laughs> wow, this one really just writes itself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like you could almost like you, you could almost turn it like you could almost turn the plot of Birds of Prey into a documentary. Yeah, no, pretty much. Uh, like if you. Uh, if you locked all the birds of prey in a mansion for a weekend and uh, just filmed all the drama, <laughs> it could almost they be get like together to they get together to kill a mob family. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, so it's a bunch of like <laughs> it is a bunch of women from Gotham City. They come okay. to a, they come to a mansion to be a part of a reality show. A reality. The real lives of the real wives of Gotham City. Let, let me let me. I, the I real like that. Of- let me. We, we'll keep a hold on that. It's like we'll see which ones we like better. <laughs> so they come to they come to Wayne Manor to be a part of a of a of a reality dating show. Harley <laughs> Quinn's there. Renee Montoya, Black Canary, all the gang. Yeah, Bruce Wayne shows up. 
and everyone thinks that he is the bachelor it is not bruce wayne in fact the bachelor is wait for it the joker (laughs) (laughs) yep and he is trying to get back with harley and they're making the they're right. oh they're making this whole documentary about the filming of the show and how awkward it is between the Joker and Harley, and how like people are vying for the Joker's attention, and he, they're he's just not giving it to them, and he's just focused on Harley. <laughs> at the at the end of every episode, instead of bringing him a rose, they just like have to present him with like a gift from gotham like a bag of cash or like the head of his enemies (laughs) the final whoever can kill me the batman will have my hand in matrimony holly holly darling and she's like no i wanted you to vote me off this stupid show forever (laughs) (laughs) i I, i'm gonna apologize in advance but can we call it the bachelor oh yeah for sure Okay. Cool. No, no, no. The you Bachelor Birds of Prey. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't don't apologize for that. I thought you were going to yell at me. I'm no, sorry. No, no, that's no, that's good. No, no. Well, I can't yell at you. It'll it would peak my audio. And yeah. Have to, yeah. Give me issues. In yeah. Everything. So I try not. That to do that. Peaked audio. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah. We all try to control our just unhinged temper on this. Uh, on this right. Podcast. Right. Um. All right. That, that was a good one. Those were three really solid plots. Good old zingers. Well, Turbo was a little. <laughs> no, no, no. Turbo was good. No, Turbo is the only one that counts. Turbo, if anything, is funny. <laughs> um. So, where's this? Where's this car going? So, where where are we going, Dad? I mean, we're we're about to we are about to careen straight off the cliff. Uh, but before that, we have to go over the speed bump that is uh, Real Talk, where we talk about things that we have watched. <laughs> yeah, that was a dead body. Um, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was Birds of Prey that we just <laughs> uh Where we talk about pieces of media that we have seen over the past couple weeks, and we're going to give you some suggestions. I have two things for you this week. Uh, the mm. first one is a movie. And uh, it is a little movie called In the Heights. Yes. Uh, I was going to bring that up, too. So it is popular on the Internet to make fun of Lin-Manuel Miranda, um, Mm -hmm. which I think is completely warranted. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Lin-Manuel Miranda sounds like he's saying Hamilton with his nose closed. Yeah. I am not throwing away my shot. (laughs) So, but... uh, in the Heights was actually his first musical uh, before Hamilton, yes. obviously. Yeah. Um, and it's it, it translated very well into movie form. I I fully uh, agree. I I've I've never seen the the Broadway musical, but uh, I've seen clips of it. <laughs> there are actually clips of I guess it's like a high school production of it. Uh, that is an all, <laughs> that is truly, and I kid you not, an all white cast. Uh, and people on TikTok uh. have dubbed it in the whites. <laughs> um. <laughs> But uh, it's very funny. If you need, if you need a good laugh, go look up in the whites on TikTok. Um, but in the heights, uh, it is about um, an immigrant from the Dominican Republic who has moved to New York uh, to kind of uh, carry out his uh, his his dreams. And he he also has a dream to like move back to the Dominican Republic and take over his dad's bar. It focuses on a bunch of different people that live in Washington Heights. It's a it's a very like fun, colorful. Um, 
like at times like really moving uh, uh, story. It's it's just really good. And I was actually having a really bad day when I went and watched it. Um, I'd just gotten some like kind of disheartening news. It is um, for sure a feel good movie. Like if you just need something uplifting after 20, 2020 and 2021. <laughs> uh, this is your... Yeah. Also, I got, Anthony Ramos did great. Oh, Anthony he, was, was, he was great fantastic. in this movie. I think the whole cast was really good. It was a, it was a mm-hmm. really strong cast. I liked it a lot. Uh, that's my movie recommendation. And for a TV show, I'm going to go on the opposite spectrum of In the Heights. Uh, I let a fr- or I had a friend give me the password to his Paramount Plus account. Shout out to Francisco. Um, and I started watching the iCarly reboot. Oh, and Derek's, Derek's really determined to just collect them all, all the streaming <laughs> services. I really am. Paramount. I'm like I have like a, I have like a the Infinity Gauntlet of um, yeah. Streaming I was about services. to say Paramount Plus was the was the last stone for your gauntlet. <laughs> And now reality can be whatever I want it to be. <laughs> whatever Netflix um, wants it to be. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It, yeah. Like it, it is. So I'm going to level okay. with you. I was not an iCarly kid, so I don't. I'm going to. So I've okay. got bare bones knowledge here. When it comes to like the Nickelodeon live action shows, there is what I like to call the Holy Trinity. Okay. It, it is Drake and Josh, iCarly. And, and Invader Victor- Zim, of course. Uh, yep, uh, yep. And Invader Zim. Uh, I was an Invader Zim kid, but surprising no one. Uh, uh, the the third one is Victorious. Um, not Ned's. I, We're not going Ned's Declassified. No, Ned's was too niche. Gotcha. Okay. I liked. I loved Ned's Declassified, but I don't think it's a part of the Holy Trinity. No, that's fair. I can. I can. I can vibe with that. Uh, and I. So I was not a Drake and Josh kid. I liked Drake and Josh, but there was something about it that I was like, eh, whatever. Uh, but I immediately latched on to iCarly. I was a big iCarly kid. And because I think I also I think it was because it was like, oh, I really want to start a YouTube channel. Mm. So I was definitely like a part of the YouTube generation. I think iCarly was made for the YouTube. Gener- like it was a show made for the YouTube generation. Right. Um, and I think that this sh- the reboot, it is written to keep those people in mind. It is not a kid show anymore. Um, oh, it's got sex. Well, there are mentions of sex. Um, are, are they just a lot more frontal about their foot fetishes, or no? Is that just like- <laughs> no, the only time that Dan Schneider sh- uh, shows up is when the, it says "created by Dan Schneider" because it's like you can't mm. not mention him. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, it, 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 it's written by millennials that grew up with iCarly and it's kind of written for like a 2021 crowd of people that grew up with iCarly. Um, some of the jokes fall a little flat because it's kind of, it, it falls kind of in line of like, um, what I would call like blue check Twitter liberal rhetoric. (laughs) Um, Gotcha. Like not saying anything new here. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like it. it, There's like stuff that like there's stuff that gets said that I'm just like, okay, like you would see this like right under someone's tweet that said like Joe Biden gives them big himbo energy. (laughs) Um, Overall, I do think it's actually really good and like funny and kind of endearing because it's like, man, I like, I, I, I like the fact that iCarly is back on the air now and it's like, you know, it's it's made yeah. it's made for me. I could do without the laugh track. <laughs> there is still a laugh track. 
Oh um, man, because it, it makes me feel like I'm watching like a like a, a syndicated like multi cam. I I've heard the laugh tracks pretty bad. Like I've heard any time they cuss, it's like almost like a deadpan to the camera. Yeah, like yeah. when they do the laugh track. Be honest. Would a laugh track help our podcast? Because I've been th- I've been thinking about it. Um, That's my I, job. You can't take that away from me, <laughs> Colton. Our living our living laugh our track. Living yes. laugh How track. can I take your I occupation? Think, I think away. it would be really funny if one episode where we take a like we do an episode on like a a multicam. Yes. Like we we do an episode on like everybody everybody loves Raymond or like how I met your mother right or something like that and like throughout the podcast we have a laugh track I think that would be, that'd be really we, fun but we that'd insert really the fun. laugh track at like all the wrong times yes <laughs> <laughs> like when we start just like me <laughs> <laughs> um but I I think that uh, that's a that'd be a very funny idea so shelve that um regardless of you know kind of the like corniness of some of the dialogue uh i think i just have rose-colored glasses on about this and i'm actually very excited to keep watching it i think it's uh i think it's really cute and funny and there's a lot of really good callbacks to the actual show and to like memes that were made like outside of the show so uh yeah so what do you what about you guys sorry i took so long i want to talk about this new indie hit called loki uh you guys probably haven't heard of it Mm. what is it I'm not gonna repeat the joke. It's it's a bad one. It's it's literally not worth the calories it takes to move my lips. <laughs> uh, yeah, Loki's Are you calorie right, counting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm watching. I'm conserving my calories. <laughs> um, how many how many points are sentences on yeah, Weight Watchers? Just... <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's very it's very very good. Of the three Disney Plus Marvel shows, this is by far the best. Yeah. Um, I think Wandavision had a lot of just sort of like initial buzz and hype behind it. But I think Loki mm-hmm. was the one I was the most excited to see. Yeah. Um, and the first two episodes have delivered in a way that I don't think any of the other shows have. Excellent. Just excellent television. Yep. Just like um, a fantastic show. It truly is. And I think it it's starting to delve into the part of the Marvel universe I'm most interested in, which is like, very guardians of the galaxy esque multiple timelines outside of the yeah, normal realms of what we know of the Marvel universe. I don't know. It's just yeah, so exciting. No, no, no. It's like, it's definitely like setting, it's setting up the multiverse mm-hmm. really well. Um, I, what happens in this, like literally what happens in the second episode, I did not know what was actually going to happen. Right. And then when it did, like when like when it kind of subverted my expectation and like actually like happened i like my mouth fell open yep. i was like oh wow mm-hmm. i was like they are they are going there I, I i've been like kind of on a marvel kick here a little bit like i started reading uh miles morales's like origin story and like his stuff mm, up yeah. until secret wars um yeah. and i'm like i'm literally like hey marvel like, I'm sure you have a plan, but, like, I need it. Like, I need it yesterday. <laughs> Give me like, Miles. Give him to me. But anyway, yeah, it's 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 great TV. Um, absolutely give it a watch if you haven't already. But, yeah, that's that's about all I've got on the table. Colton, Colton, what you uh, what you been watching? Yeah, um, in no particular order. No, in, in a very particular order. Um, <laughs> I finally watched. I was going to say no particular order of greatness, but that's not true. Um, <clears throat> I finally watched New Mutants. Which okay. is, you think? by definition, a movie. Oof. It's Oof. I, 
I this is just I'm a little Oof. bit of a baby when it comes to scary movies. I put in the DVD and then the little like like trailer thing that happens before it like kind of mm-hmm. made it out to be like a little scary. And I was like, it was like mm-hmm. late at night, and I was like, mm, I'll just watch this tomorrow. And then I watched it the next mm-hmm. day, and I was like, why on earth did I just watch that? Why was I yeah, the next day? This is, not scary at <laughs> all. this is not scary. This is not scary. I it was okay. I this this is this is girl. Have you seen it, Brady? Yes. Unfortunately, the the girl goes from suicidal episode to uh, lesbian awakening in a day. And I'm like, honey, we can we can write character development slower than this. Happy, like, <laughs> happy, happy pride. <laughs> good Lord. Like, kind of. I we were just throwing character development at this poor lady. And I it was interesting. I was really hoping the X-Men were going to show up at the end. Like, I yeah. I yeah. felt like it was almost like teased a little bit no, and it was such a wasted opportunity i really think new new yeah. mutants just hit the hit the floor with a big splat i just like yeah i i think i was like i think i mentioned it like in one of the earlier episodes of this podcast like probably still like during like the height of covid it was when movie theaters were opening back up and i this was the new mutants was the first movie i saw back in a theater and i walked out of it being like man i risked covid for this <laughs> like <laughs> can't believe this. it was just like what did this movie do? Like it didn't like yeah, yeah. open up much. Like, I don't know there. Uh, it just was, it was a movie, but I also yeah. watched Cruella, um, which is, I really liked it. The acting is amazing. Emma Stone is amazing. Like it was really good. Um, there, there's nothing like, there's nothing good out in the movie theaters right now. And I'm like, do I kind of want to go watch Corella again? <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it, my only, the only critique, which is nothing new uh, that has not been said on the internet. It's like, Hey Disney homegirl skinned puppies. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, we do have to acknowledge that, uh, she made, yeah. Her but like, these- have you, ha- have y'all seen the Christian discourse that's going or like going around about Cruella on Facebook? Oh, no, what? No, fill me in. So, <laughs> uh, there are posts going around basically saying that Cruella is uh, glorifying the devil uh, because they say in multiple times in the movie, Deville means devil. Deville means devil, and blah blah blah. And she like revels in evil, and like blah blah blah. And at the end of the movie, she turns her mansion into hell house, like or hell hall, or I, whatever. And well, I was like, there was there was that scene where she did like skin puppies and arrange them in a pentagram, and then like summon say, right, summon which, Lucifer, which like I. Okay, I could kind of see, but which it's like, yeah, it's like that's stretching it a little bit, but it's like you know, I I kind of I get where they're coming from, but like there was also that time where it's like you know she literally drank the blood of a virgin and was like, <laughs> mm-hmm, and said, "Grant me eternal youth, O dark lord of the underworld." Yes, and I was like, okay, a little heavy handed, but whatever. But it's like also in a more serious thing, it's like, have you never seen the cartoon? Like literally, it's like the. Her house was has been called Hell Hall forever. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, like, it, it is all. It has always been known that it's Corella Deville, and like the Deville means devil. Like, I, it's I don't just know. very I don't interesting know though, because like there is literally like <laughs> there's almost a sense of like, oh, we would never skin a puppy in like De- like Corella, and I'm like, hey, in oh, 101 yeah, Dalmatians, yeah. you guys are that's like your whole thing. Like that's the whole. Where thing. that's like do. that is like that's her that's like her thing. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. what? How did y'all get like? Like one of the guys, I forgot his name. Um, the, the like not love interest, her but like, friends. yeah, her friends. Like, c- 
consistently are almost like, we're not going to like hurt these puppies. Right. And it's like, no. And it's like, okay, but you'll try, like, you'll definitely try later on. Like, mm-hmm. but I, I still yeah, like You definitely it. tried to give her like a reason to hate Dalmatians. Yeah. <laughs> Which was oof. But I, I really liked it. Um, and then my final thing, which honestly, guys, if you never listen to anything else I ever say regarding movies or TV shows, uh, yes, <laughs> you already doing that. Oh, no, I was saying, I was saying I never listened to what right. you- <laughs> um, just, I just want y'all to listen to this. Um, and that is Netflix's sweet tooth. Oh, yeah. Okay. It yep. is. I, it, it is literally like, it is my favorite. Like I, I don't, it, so it, it's not a very sad movie or it's not a very sad TV show. I literally like do not cry like ever. And like, like tears have like welled up in my eyes just at how cute this Wait, show small is. Small boy with antlers. Gotcha. Huh? Little antler yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Little, antler boy, gotcha. little, little, little deer boy. <laughs> little deer boy. No, gotcha. but so, okay. God, it is God, very, keep him indoors during the months of November to January. <laughs> I will Especially say it is Texas. not a COVID friendly um, show. It literally is about a virus that wipes out oh. humanity. It was filmed in 2019, took a break with the pandemic, and then refilmed. I was about at the to say, you know, some poor screenwriter wrote this in 2017, <laughs> and then when it finally got into production, he was like, "Well, crap." Well, well it's, honestly, it's based, it's based off a, it's based off a comic, isn't it? Yeah, so it's based off of a comic. Um, and honestly, like, so I think this is gonna sound weird, but I think the like gap made it a lot more a lot better because what mm-hmm. they did is they filmed stuff in 2019 took a break looked at the culture that was around the pandemic and then were able to do like shots of like how people were reacting it made it very yeah. interesting but it is so good i'm super excited hopefully they're gonna announce uh season two um robert downey jr produced it um oh. and which i found out that what robert downey jr fact yeah they him and his wife are producing movies and TV shows that they like want their kids to watch. And it's just like, like they do it so that their kids will have something like wholesome and like that they can have their name on, like that they can watch. And it's just like, imagine just being that much of a figure in the entertainment industry (laughs) that you can just be like, Hey, Hollywood, Serve my child television. <laughs> I, I can well, I can almost guarantee you that like anything they want to do is is going to be greenlit yes. forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really good. I like even just thinking about the first episode. Like I could watch it right now, and it's it's just so good. So I definitely recommend that. Okay, sweet. All right. Um, well, this has been Stir the Plot. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are uh, the reason we do this whole... Why, the reason we run this train into the into the ground every week. Mm, choo-choo. Yeah. Um, as always, you can reach out uh, at stirtheplot at gmail.com or on Instagram, Facebook, uh, any social media platform, really. And if you're, if you're enjoying the show and you like us, and we mean anything to you, you're going to go on iTunes and you're going to leave a five-star review. It helps uh, other people find the show and it's a great way for us to share the start of the plot love. And also, we've got a Patreon. And if you want to help support us um, financially, you can go on there. Uh, we've got some fun bonus content as well as some merch on our Redbubble you can check out. We, we've we got a ton of like ideas for new content for Patreon. Uh, I'm going to probably spoil just a couple of them. 
right now. Uh, we've got one where we do basically the entire like stir the plot shtick, but for video games. Um, we've got we've got one where we are all uh, avid consumers of coffee, uh, and we actually just want to do one where we just drink coffee together and talk about our lives. And actually, uh, that might know. be a great uh, episode for a Q and A that we've been suggesting. What if we just oh, uh, oh yeah, some coffee yeah, 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 yeah. and do a Q and A episode? Yeah, for Stir sure. A pot of coffee. I'm so good at this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Freaking A. Like, I'm, wait, what'd you say? Stir the pot of coffee. Like, it's just like, uh, I don't know how I do it. Like, just do it. <laughs> I'm dead. D E D dead. I want to yeah. work for a company where they just like bust in my door, like, do you have anything? I'll be like, ah, no, sorry. No, like, I can't. No, like, sorry. nothing. <laughs> like, what about this? Got it. Like,. <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah, we are we are gonna get some Q and A questions together and have a, a fun little campfire. Are you are you like manifesting that we're gonna get some Q and A questions? Yeah, no, I'm speaking any. this into existence, uh, and also uh, I know where all of your families are, so please send in Q and A questions. <laughs> I, have, or, uh, I know where a large demographic of you are currently residing in the summer <laughs> of 2021. I can go to your cabin and. <laughs> yeah and and thank you thank you so much to 11 acorn lane for the use of our theme song stay electro swing remix hey derek send this send this train home yeah so this is a segment of the podcast i like to call in review where we don't actually read a review from our show because we don't get that many uh <laughs> we re- we read a really uh insane review from a movie that is found on the website letterboxd and then he makes us guess like the riddler Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Riddle me this, Batman. Uh, this review comes from uh, Letterbox user Mac for a movie that came out in 2010. Oh, gosh. He, M- Mac gave this movie half a star, and they said uh, this movie made an entire generation of men undateable. <laughs> Riddle me that, oh, boys. Man. 2010. I'm going to go with. Wally. <laughs> mm. Strong choice. I'm I'm gonna go with Inception because I feel like the undateable part. Stronger choice. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's valid. Yep. So again, incredibly strong choices, but they were both wrong. This is actually the cult classic. Edgar Wright film Scott Pilgrim. God oh my gosh. <laughs> undateable. What are you talking about? I think you mean more you have dateable. To admit. <laughs> yeah. You have to admit. Yeah. Scott, yeah there's uh, something about Scott Pilgrim that makes men insufferable. <laughs> I have I've somehow ended up on like bisexual TikTok. And like <laughs> literally no, it like is very frustrating to me because so much of it's like Oh, bisexuals love these movies, and it's like Scott Pilgrim, Juno, and like anything like that. And then other things will be like, it's it's like all you, all the movies you. Like. Yeah, and I'm like, I've never seen Juno, <laughs> but like Brooklyn Nine Nine, Parks and Rec, The yeah. Good Place, and I'm like, yeah. hey, these are yeah. just shows that are like widely enjoyed by people. Or you're just project you you are feeling a little attacked <laughs> because you have you you might be a big red biplane. No. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Brady King. <sighs> My name is Derek Fultz. I'm JJ the Jet Plane Colton Hart. <laughs> I'm Tyler. And if you see Sandra Bullock, give her a hug. And tell her to stop talking about Fight Club. It's supposed it's like to literally be the, the first rule. Sandra, literally good. the first rule. Ha <laughs> ha
tell, tell Sandra she met me at a very strange time in my life. <laughs> <laughs>